All right. Um, hello, everyone. It's Monday, September 27th. Welcome to Market Color. I'm Brigham Santa Ford with Crosstower. Um, as we head into this week, we have a lot going on uh, news-wise, and we'll bring bringing you the latest headlines and market trends. We'll also be sharing what our Crosstower Tower team has been up to and will be doing this week. Um, let's start by bringing in our research analyst, Martin Gaspar, with today's headlines. Good morning, Bergen. On crypto in Congress, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that the House will vote on the $1 trillion infrastructure bill this Thursday. One way lawmakers propose to pay for the bill is by imposing tax reporting requirements for cryptocurrency brokers. Pelosi feels confident the bill will be passed. China's crypto crackdown, a Republican Senator Pat Toomey says China's crackdown on crypto is a big opportunity for the U.S. Toomey adds Beijing is hostile to economic freedom, saying, quote, economic liberty leads to faster growth and ultimately a higher standard of living for all, end quote. On the DeFi front, decentralized derivatives exchange DYDX has seen a surge in trade activity as news of, um, of crypto crackdown in China spreads. The DEX has processed more volume than Coinbase's spot markets for the first time. With DYDX facilitating more than 4.3 billion worth of trades in the past 24 hours, beating out Coinbase's 3.7 billion in volume by nearly 15%. On DeFi in China, China crypto journalist Colin Wu noted that many Chinese users are flooding into the DeFi space and the number of users of MetaMask and DYDX will greatly increase. He says all Chinese communities are discussing how to learn DeFi and went on to say that FTX registrations may also be on the rise, noting that the Chinese community is sharing its registration link. So some very interesting developments there. I'll pass it back to you, Bergen. Thank you so much, Martin. Um, now headed to our trader, Chad Steinglass. I'm interested to hear more about China because this certainly isn't a headline that's going away anytime soon. Thanks, Bergen. Yeah, uh, this has been, uh, you know, an ongoing saga really for uh, for many months. Um, you know, we originally had uh, China crypto crackdown news as, as part of the uh, catalyst that sparked the sell-off from the highs uh, back in uh, April and May. Uh, came to the news again on Friday. Uh, really, the, the language coming out of China, even though it's nothing new, has been stronger than it ever really used to be. Uh, with the explicit implication that anyone, um, you know, facilitating any type of crypto transaction with a Chinese national was committing a criminal offense, which is, uh, you know, a little step further than they had taken before. Uh, that news definitely sent crypto markets lower on Friday, uh, although they recovered and, and um, traded decently well over the weekend. Uh, the, the next kind of headline was, came on um, Sunday morning when Chinese exchange Hubei uh, announced that they would be retiring or closing all uh, accounts of, of uh, mainland Chinese nationals by December 31st. Now that also sent uh, another um, you know, quick dip through crypto markets as traders anticipated that all of those users would just need to liquidate their holdings. However, um, markets did recover a bit shortly after that. Uh, you know, as, as Martin just mentioned, 
there's also a chance that a lot of these people will just try to transfer their accounts to a different exchange if, if they can find one where they can actually um, register. So it's not 100% clear whether this will cause like massive liquidations or not. Um, definitely something that we'll be following. Last night, uh, crypto markets started pretty strong. Equity markets started pretty strong. Uh, however, by the time Europe started going this morning, uh, seen a, a negative trend. Um, crypto is still holding okay, but it's uh, you know reverses positive momentum. I think the story right now in global macro markets is still one of some follow through from uh, you know both the Fed meeting and some comments from the ECB and Bank of England. Uh, I think everyone is kind of starting to see the writing on the wall that this loose monetary policy, um, you know, very, very dovish monetary policy globally since uh, since the uh, COVID pandemic started is uh, probably going to be coming to the end in the next several months. And we're going to start to see some tightening out of central banks. So what that's doing is that's giving, um, you know, it's, it's making not just the dollar stronger, but the euro is a little stronger too, as it's found. Um, so as these currencies start to uh, start to pick up some strength, we're starting to see some rates rise. Uh, it's definitely putting a little bit of pressure on equity prices. And I expect that to put a little bit of pressure on crypto prices too. Back to you. Thank you, Chad. Um, now I'm gonna turn to our data analyst, Catherine Webb. Um, Catherine, what else are you seeing in the headlines? Okay, so there's still quite a lot of uh, China news to come out. So we've got the news that FTX has officially moved its headquarters from Hong Kong to Bahamas. So we reported last week that they got uh, approval from the Bahamas um, regulatory company to register their company in the Bahamas, and they will be moving to there. And the reason given is the jurisdictions like the Bahamas roll out a comprehensive crypto regulatory regime, and they're excited to take part and establish a local presence. Um, also in China, SparkPool, which is one of the largest Ethereum mining pools around the world, has said that it will no longer serve Chinese miners. At the moment, SparkPool accounts for approximately 20% of the total Ethereum hash rate. So other news from around the world, um, we had the tweet from the president of El Salvador, who said that 2.1 million El Salvadorians are now actively lose, using the Chavo wallet. So the Chavo wallet currently has more users than any individual bank in El Salvador, and pretty soon it will have more users than all the banks in El Salvador put together. Moving on to some mining news, uh, PowerBridge Technology has launched a new Singapore-based crypto mining subsidiary called Power Crypto Holdings. And Power Crypto's operation will focus on developing green powered energy for crypto mining in North America and in Asia. And finally, crypto brokerage firm Genesis Global Capital has announced a new trade for new institutional crypto feature projects. So Genesis has completed the first OTC blockchain of a basic trade at index closed transition using Bitcoin futures con contracts issued by the CME. This trade was made with derivatives market maker Anchor Capital, and this marks the first time that a BTIC has been used in crypto, although it is commonly used in equity markets. This allows investors to buy and sell futures contracts with the prices based on the end of day close of the index. And that's the news I have for you. I'll pass you back to Bergen. Have a nice day. Thank you, Catherine. Um, Martin, what are you seeing in the Twitter headlines today? Is it um, an active feed? 
Yeah, it's uh, seen some really interesting tweets. Um, you know, some on on-chain data for Bitcoin. Glassnode tweeted uh, that the total volume of Bitcoin held by long-term holders has reached a new all-time high of 80.5% of the circulating supply. Um, so this means that less than 20% of all circulating Bitcoin has transacted has transacted in the last five months or so. Um, so a lot of excitement about these figures. It means that more and more investors are choosing to hold and accumulate their Bitcoin for the long term. Um, and then the other you know, main discussion centered around DYDX trading volumes, just a really big headline. Um, and a lot of people are saying, you know, this means uh, you know, DeFi is back and kind of you know, the China news are a real tailwind um, potentially for DeFi overall. Um, so a lot of excitement there. Thank you, Martin. Um, we're also closely following the news from China. And for more, please go to crosstower.com. On our market insights page, you'll find a lot of insight from our executive leaders and team members um, sorting out what you need to know on crypto, China, and India. Uh, also, be sure to look for more on our LinkedIn and Twitter feeds. Uh, that all wraps up this episode of Market Color. We'll be back Wednesday with more news and updates. Have a great week, everyone.